Hello, welcome to Raw Japan episode 166. This is Brandon Chin broadcasting from Itoshima, Fukuoka. And today I want to talk about the guilty. So I just saw this Danish movie yesterday, uh, and the voice was in the audio was in Danish and the subtitles were in Japanese. And just reading the subtitles, um, you know, I got the gist of the movie and I'm just, I'm just happy and uh, fulfilled at how far I've come, you know, along my Japanese journey. And I thought I'd share that with you because in the beginning, you know, especially when you're learning a language, there's no final goal, really. It's forever. You can always learn more. And in the beginning, it's quite daunting because you have such a huge mountain to climb and you start from you're literally starting as a baby uh, when you're learning a new language so you have to be able to uh, accept that you're used to living as an adult as a functional adult so reverting to a baby mindset can be frustrating for the adults and that's why a lot of people give up because they they can't stick with it. Whereas when you're just a baby, you have no other... Of course, you cry and shit. It will, you cry and you actually do shit. But um, <laughs> um, it's you have no other choice. As an adult, you can... You have the ability to switch back to your native language and forget about the whole trying out another language. So you can see why a lot of people stop and move on to other things. But... Six years now I've been learning Japanese continuously and four and a half about spent in country and you know it's been tough. I came to Japan not knowing anything except maybe arigato and even if I uh, studied karate for like eight years in the US and we did learn some Japanese things like we had to memorize some Japanese quotes to repeat every class. I didn't know what I was saying and the pronunciation was completely off and immediately after I quit karate to go to university in a different city, I couldn't recite them worth a damn. So I came to Japan 2011, maybe two years after I quit karate and I didn't know anything. I was just blank. I tried to learn some stuff before I went, but all I could really say well, not even properly, but was thank you. And uh, from there, just failing along the way, having a lot of conversations. And uh, I spent two weeks at a language school. I was very fortunate to have my parents support me when I was in university to attend a language school here in Fukuoka, actually. But the Fukushima uh, disaster happened at the time. And although it's quite far from Fukuoka, you know, I was watching the news, the international news, which was quite different from the Japanese news. And if you don't know about Fukushima, it's, there was a huge earthquake, and then a massive tsunami, and then the nuclear plants in Fukushima got destroyed and let out a bunch of nuclear waste. So it was like three different accidents or disasters that just made everything really crazy and the news in japan wasn't as quite revealing 
as uh, international news, you know. In Japan, I guess the government was trying to keep panic at a, at a low, and this caused a lot of people actually to stay in Fukushima instead of evacuating. And now they're dealing with a lot of um, radiation-caused health problems, like children born with multiple digits and just deformed genes. But in any case, I say all of that to say that uh, I left that language school after two weeks. And so while I learned maybe the basics, like uh, basic, basic grammar, um, after that it was mostly self-study. And so I would buy books like um, uh, James Hasig his uh, remembering the kanji and follow that routine. I would buy information products from um, all Japanese all the time, Ajat, Katsumoto, and uh, practice in my app the sentences, like Japanese sentences that were sometimes translated into English and other times not. And, you know, just kept going. And the biggest, I think the biggest motivator for me was really surrounding myself with Japanese people that couldn't speak English. And so I was forced in the beginning to learn it. Otherwise, I would not communicate. And I think it creates some type of visceral action in you when you have to communicate to survive, really. Um, I was by myself traveling, young kid, university kid, and... You just have to get around and be able to operate properly um, and make relationships. And uh, it really pushed me. still have a long way to go. I'm looking to become native-like and native-like fluency, or reach native-like fluency, which to me means I'm literate, first of all, that I can pick up anything and read it. And also, if you hear me speak Japanese, you you would think I am completely Japanese. Whereas sometimes, you know, my accent comes through and you can tell I'm uh, a native English speaker. But just going to this movie, The Guilty, which was really intense, and reading the subtitles and being able to keep up with the pacing of the movie was really satisfying. It's like, man, I would not have been able to enjoy this years ago. And these... Learning a language is one of those things that pays off in the long run, you know? It's not one of those fast, quick, get off, get get your rocks off kind of sensation. It's like a long process. And so when you finally begin to enjoy it, you know? I think I started enjoying it really in like three years in because I could kind of have conversations, but now it's... It's much easier. And like I said, I always make mistakes, but it's, um, I mean, I can make friends, can make lovers, I can get my way through professional and uh, business-like situations, etc. And I am looking forward to the coming years where I continue to push myself so I hope this can this podcast episode can serve as a motivation for you in whatever endeavor you're in 
something that is long term maybe that there's no end goal really to keep going because uh i mean of course you change and maybe you don't have the passion for it anymore or whatever but if you know you have the passion but you're getting lazy then maybe you can change the circumstances change your environment make it more encouraging to do the thing that you're pursuing and uh you know I, the way i did it along the way when i was losing motivation was to up the ante like uh change my way of studying so i would there's this thing called shadowing or repeating that in professional interpreters use to practice which is they'll listen to news or some type of television video program in the tar- in their target language the language that they're learning the not their le- native language listen to it and while they're listening to it they'll uh repeat the same exact thing they're saying but like while they're listening while it's entering their brain so it's like an immediate um just repeating and you'd be surprised try this in your native language try it in english or whatever you speak and uh you'll notice how hard it is to even just remember what the person's saying as you're going along and then you'll realize like to do that in your target language takes a lot of focus and um great listening skills and I think it's a good way to practice. That really started to light my fire like midway through cuz I was getting tired of the apps and whatever. But um it also helped my speaking speed and my listening how much I could listen to, you know, within a certain time frame. In any case, I thought that would, you know, be a good thing to talk about today, especially since I just came back from a language exchange out in Fukuoka, that's a pretty popular one. I have it every week on Wednesdays and uh I just noticed like how far I've come but also how far I can go and it's really all up to you right you take responsibility for your progress and whatever endeavor you're doing and you can't really blame it on anything I mean you can say oh I don't have the environment but you can create your own immersion environment wherever you live if you're really dedicated and Um Yeah, that's it. I hope that helps you pursue your thing. <laughs> As always, if you know someone that is pushing themselves to challenge themselves to do something that is a long-term payoff, why don't you copy this link and send it to them as encouragement? Push them, especially if it's Japanese or they have an interest in Japan. take the copy paste link and put it in your favorite messenger app and push it to your friends and as always if you want japanese culture in your hands i'm sending out books and stories from local artists and entrepreneurs straight to you in your mailbox all you got to do is go to brandonshin.net/raw-raw and check out the package there and take care of yourself today is the 28th It's midnight. No, it's 12. Oh, it's 3 minutes past midnight. Great. Take care of yourself. Thank you for living.
thank you for living yeah thank you for listening and thank you for living as well keep living stay alive use your time in your life properly or you're going to regret it <laughs> that's a really heavy note to end it on but it's true you never know you might die tomorrow would you be happy with the life you lived up until now ask yourself that question goodbye